Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers, we find our clients in different ways, and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution Podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Aligned, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Our members get live access to our podcast recording each month and exclusive access to submit questions to the Q&A portion at the end. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up. Hi, Leah. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Um, maybe we'll just give it like one more minute and let folks filter in here. Um, We're excited to have everyone this month. Yeah. So... Uh, Um, today we're going to talk about skills, which is what we're focusing on in November in general and the membership. And, um, we're going to specifically focus on our skills that pay the bills formula, which is, uh, basically the heart of our instant freelancer course that we offer. Um, yeah. So why don't we just jump right in? Okay. Um, so as always, the first um, like 30 minutes of this, we will um, just kind of talk through the formula and um, give like our own perspectives on um, honing our freelance skill sets. And then we'll switch over to our live Q&A um, opportunity for our members. So. Um, Maybe before we jump into the formula, do we want to just talk? I think you and I have like pretty different journeys of how we got to the skills that we use as freelancers right now and have refined them over time. Um, Do we want to just start there? Sure. You go first. I feel like when I started freelancing, I was literally taking any and every skill that I had that I was decent at and eh, maybe maybe I could do this. And throwing them at the wall to see what stuck. Um, that led to a whole lot of crazy scatterbrainness per se. Um, but it's when you truly identify, and that's a perfect world of like where freelancing for me has been super beneficial. Like I can decide what I want to do, like what skills I want to offer for clients and still get paid while I'm kind of vetting my interest. Like yeah. where else can you do? Like you can't just be like, Hey, I'm going to go teach in a kindergarten classroom for six months to see if I like it. Like you can't do that. Like you can't just, Oh, I'm going to be a president of the bank for six months just to see if I like it. Like there's a whole bunch of education where I feel like the freelancing, like general freelancing, virtual assistants, you know, things like that. I feel like that's a good place for people to start. Um, and then hone in on what interests them based on what they like and what they're good at. So that's just kind of, I've narrowed myself down into um, 
the Kajabi platform still offering the same skills and services that I was passionate about like years ago when I was working with people in person. It's the strategy and the business development. So that's kind of where I've landed. Yep. And I think um, my like skills journey is slightly different because I think I started doing, I mean, slightly, but not totally, because I know that like you also started doing things not necessarily the Kajabi stuff, but like the business strategy stuff that you were already doing. Um, but yeah, I think I basically took the skill set that I had um, when I was working for other people and immediately started doing that exact same thing. At first, mostly for the people that I had worked with before, they were just like paying me now as a contractor and the the structure and the relationship was different. Like I was... Um, in charge, the level of autonomy over the things I did was different than obviously when I worked for people as an employee. Um, and I think over time, like the skills, I think you're absolutely right. I think the freedom to try um, new things and learn new things and basically like do that on the job is um, a great way um, is a huge perk of being a freelancer. I think also that like people underestimate that that's actually how you learn how to do any job. Like most people and not all people, I think it depends on what you do clearly, but most people, especially folks like me with like a liberal arts degree, like you don't learn how to do your job in college. <laughs> you learn, you learn college in college, and then you go out and you get a job and you learn how to do your job on the job. Um, not that college didn't give you some skill sets to like do that. Um, and I think that's different if you have do something different, have different type of degree. But um, yeah, I think that being able to just like decide what you're going to do and what you're interested in over time um, is a huge perk. And I know that like, I mean, like that's basically how it worked out for you, right? Like, cause you, as you niche down into really focusing on building, building for people in the Kajabi platform, like you are completely self-taught in that platform. It's not like someone like taught you how to use that platform. You just like started doing it and figured it out. And now you're an expert. I was on a call this morning and I was telling them that I think I could probably build the back end of a Kajabi product in my sleep at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah, I do want to say too, and I think we both like just to say this explicitly, because I think we both know this and like operate with this mentality. Um, but to say it explicitly for everyone else out there, I think that while we say that like it, you can totally have the freedom to like learn new things and like try them out, that also comes with like a level of making sure that you're not extending yourself beyond what you really know how to do and telling people that you can do things that you cannot. <laughs> because I think a lot of um a lot of freelancers, especially new freelancers, will come to a place where um, they're trying to be everything to everyone in the beginning. And sometimes that leads to extending yourself into areas that you're actually not that great at, which um, which we'll cover when we talk about the formula, but leads to uh, does not lead to success and repeat business and referrals. Exactly. Yep. And what I found when I, <clears throat> when I'm going all over the place with like this CRM platform and this project management software, like all of those different things, it takes so much time to stay on top of 
like the updates that those platforms are doing because everyone wants the latest and greatest and every platform developer is creating the latest and greatest for their platform. So things are constantly changing. And so what really helped me is when I decided like, these are the things that I do, letting my clients and potential clients know what it looks like to work with me. It's taking that control back. And I know that I've said that a million and two times, but really that was a huge game changer for me, but it also built my credibility because it took the pressure off the client with having to handhold me and feed me things where I kind of took the reins and I, I was the one leading the project. And that was super helpful for a lot of my very, a lot of my clients found that very helpful. Yep. I would say too, with the way, and I know that like our work is structured pretty differently, but the way that I find I've been able to like build and develop new skill sets while like getting paid to do that for clients is, um, as you know, most of my clients are like long-term clients that I have, um, do repeat work for over and over and over again. And, um, what that means is that they know my skill set, and they often come to me to solve problems for them or develop systems for them that like, maybe isn't something that I've done before, but like, I can totally figure it out. And so that's led to me, um, developing skills over time that, um, in, in the, like to a brand new client, I wouldn't have necessarily advertised myself as like, here's something I can do, but with an existing client where they're like, Hey, you want to like try and do this thing for me. And they'd rather engage in that with me than like hire someone new because I'm a known entity. They know what I can do. They know that I deliver on time. They've worked with me before. And, um, that's led to me doing all kinds of things that like I did not do, um, from the get go. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So why don't we uh, jump into the formula? And um, like we said, this is basically the foundation and the central part of our instant freelancer mini course. Um, And we look at skills. So that course is basically teaching people who would like to be a freelancer how to find your most marketable skills that you also love. Um, and the four pieces of that framework are basically like identifying all of the skills that you have and then evaluating them on a few different criteria. So what do you love? What are you good at? And what will make you money? Mm -hmm. And all of those things fit together in a way that is, um, completely interconnected. So, we are never going to tell anyone to do something just because it makes them money or just because they're really good at it. We may tell you to do something just because you love it. So like that might be the one exception, <laughs> but um, it's, it's really about the intersection of the, of all of those things together so that you're finding work that you love that's profitable and that you're good at. And when all of those things come together, that's, that's the sweet spot. Like that's where, you are doing your best work and you're, you're satisfied. You're getting paid what you deserve. All of those things really like come together when you hit, um, when you hit that place, um, and all those things align. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to add on that before we just like jump into the first part? No, I mean, just because most people know that I came to freelancing because I needed to make money. Like there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like I just needed to make money. I needed to pay for things for kiddos. And that was so like, depending upon where you are, like, 
and things that I took on, it was like short term. Like even when I was going through and vetting to see what skills I wanted to use to promote as services, I would always take on smaller projects so I could do test projects. Mm -hmm. So when we say like, we're not going to recommend that you do something that you hate, if you're not sure if you like something, like just do a test project or like do something small where you're not committing to something for a long-term engagement. Yeah. I think that's super important because I also think that like this is going to shift over time. So like if you're new, um, I would say if you're new to freelancing or you're like, I sort of don't like what I'm doing now and I'm thinking of doing something else and you're kind of starting this process from the beginning, all of this is going to be a little bit of a guess until you test it out. And then you're going to test it out and you're going to be like, oh, this thing is more profitable than this thing. And I actually like this thing more than I like this thing. And I'm better at this thing than I am at this thing. And so I think that's a really good point that like, it's not going to be like, we, we give you a process for like figuring it out, but then you got to put it into practice, um, and see what actually happens. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically the way that, and if you want like a full walkthrough of this again, like by the course, um, we'll give you, there's a workbook. We walk through it in like great detail and there's activities to take you through each one of these steps, but we'll give you a high level overview of it here. So basically you start out with, um, your, everything you can do. And when we say that, we really want to encourage people to think outside of the box because the easy place to go and you should definitely go there are like the skills you have. So like the education you have, the skills you have, the background you have, um, previous jobs that you've had, like what's on your resume, basically, what do you know how to do? What have you done before? Um, but you can also think outside of the box on that when you're a freelancer about like, what are the things that you know how to do that? Like, maybe people don't pay you how to do, like, maybe you're just naturally like know how to do this, or you learned how to do that. Um, like maybe you're really good at budgeting because you manage a family of five and budgeting is how you make that work. Um, so yeah, so like getting, basically getting all of your skills out on the table is the first step. And then, um, the first thing you're going to think about is what you love. And, um, the way we do this in the course is you kind of rank things. Um, we have a ranking order that you can think about this, but the best questions I have for thinking about what you love are like, what kinds of work doesn't feel like work? Like when you're looking at that list of all the skills, you're like, Oh, like I really want to do that. And I really don't like ever, like every time I have to do that, I procrastinate about it. I push it to the side. Um, so it's like when you're looking at that list of skills, it, some of that stuff will come very naturally, naturally where you're like, Oh, I like that. Or I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there you go into, um, what you're good at, which, um, again, like, I think a lot of people know just at like a gut level, what they're good at. Um, but again, you're just basically going to look at all of your skills and think about, you can think about different levels. Like I'm an expert in this, I'm a beginner in this. And the other thing I want to say about like being good at something is that like what you're, what you like and what you're good at may not always be the same thing. Um, I'm good at lots of things that I don't actually like doing. Um, and those are the places where you get trapped into doing those things as a freelancer, (laughs) because you're really good at it. And that means that it's like most of the time easy for you to make money doing that. 
like people come to you for that thing and you're like, oh yeah, I could totally do that thing. It'd be super easy, but like, I don't want to do that thing. And that's where the intersectionality comes in where like, depending on what you need. And I think we've both been at this place in our careers and to some extent still do some of this today. We're like, I just like need that money. And so I'm going to do that thing, even though I don't love it, but I'm like really good at it. And so I'm going to do it. And that's like all part of the freelance journey. Right. Um, and then the last piece of it is, um, what's going to make you money. So once you've kind of thought about what you like and what, you, what you're good at, then you're going to look at those skills and think about what's going to make you money. And our basic premise is like, when you're first starting out, the most important thing is using skills that are going to make you money right away. It doesn't mean that you can't like develop new skills later and like learn how to do new things and be able to, um, start offering those to your clientele. But we're going to tell you how to figure out the skills that are going to make you money right out of the gate. And there's a couple ways you can think about that. The first one is looking at um, what the most in-demand skills are right now in the freelance market. And we have a, a, a guide that'll tell you how to do that for 2021 that's about to be updated for 2022. So the most in-demand freelance skills. And then um, the other criteria for that is like, it's always going to be easier to to find work and do good work and things that you've done before and things that people know that you can do well. And so the second criteria there is basically like, do you already know how to do this? Have you done this before? Do you have an existing network of people that know that you're good at this? And, and along those same lines, do you have a portfolio of work? So basically like can right out of the gate, do something that you're, that you're familiar with um, is going to be the fastest way for you to start making money. It doesn't mean that you can't branch out from there, but if you're looking to make money right out of the gate, that's always going to be the fastest way to do it. Absolutely. Because uh, when you're, when yeah. you're setting up, when you're, you're thinking about that, you might not necessarily love doing that, but it's going to get you your foot in the door because even thinking back to when I first started freelancing, like, in the interviews, people would always say like, Hey, what do you do? Like, especially if you're in that virtual assistant world, like you are applying for this job, but they also want to know if they like you. And that even at that, as early as that first interview, like they want to know what else you can do. So tell them like, Hey, I have experience doing this. Like, these are the things that I love to do, but just be careful. Like there's that whole, um, I mean, I'm a huge fan of like, um, eat the frog, that book, and it's doing those things that are going to, you're going to procrastinate first. So just kind of look at those tasks that are constantly being coming, like your procrastination list. Everyone has them. Like we try not to, but just think about that and then probably not offer that skill any or that service anymore, you know, as you go through this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this process does take time. Like you're not, we're not expecting you to download the, you know, the mini course and then go through everything in a matter of a day. Like we're giving you these tools to use over and over and over again, as you go through these things to, to vet every skill that you want to do. Like there's that process too. Yeah. And I, and like, if you're just starting out, or starting over, quite frankly, because I yeah. also think like that's a fine thing where you're like, hey, actually, I don't. I was like just talking to someone this morning who was like, I just woke up one day and realized I hate grant writing. And so I didn't want to do it anymore. And I was like, isn't it nice that you have that freedom? But you could just wake up and be like, yeah, I don't like this anymore. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do something else. 
And um, yeah, you're totally going to figure that out as you go. And in the beginning, I think it's just like, you're not going to be, you're not going to be able to be as picky. Like you're getting established, you're feeling it out, you're building your reputation as a um, freelancer, as a business owner, and you might have to do some stuff that you don't love doing. You might take a slightly lower rate than you want in the beginning. Um, And that's just like the nature of the game and um, building up your confidence, your clientele, your portfolio, your experience um, will allow you to start shifting some of those things off your plate that you don't like to do and charging more for the things you do like exactly this is a journey this isn't like you wake up tomorrow and you're making these your goal amount you know whatever that looks like for you like it's a journey it's building up your portfolio it's building up your clientele and things like that take time and so it drives me crazy when I see like these TikToks they're these you know, YouTube videos or even these Instagram reels now, like, oh, you can make X amount as a freelancer, you know, next week. Okay. Yes. But what we're teaching you here, here in Freelancers Align, we're, we're teaching and talking about how to set yourself up um, as, a, you know, like setting yourself up as a successful freelancer. Yeah. It's freelancing for the long haul. Mm -hmm. I think that like any, I could teach anyone how to make like X number of dollars in the next six months, but like, are you going to love your life? And are you going to want to do that long-term? Probably not. Um, and it's not to say that you can't get there in terms of like the money time, like type of work formula and scenario. You totally can. It just like takes some time to figure that out. And be able to like pull things off that you don't like doing anymore, raise your rates for the things you do like doing, cultivate, like start finding that different types of work of the stuff you do like doing and letting go of the types of work that you don't like doing. Um, You also might be just like at the top of your game, super like expert in what you do and and have an established clientele of people that are like ready to pay you to do that. And out of the gate, you're like, great, here I go. I mean, I'll be honest, it's like sort of how I started as I was, people trusted me to, I was doing the same work that they knew that I knew how to do. They trusted me and knew that I could do it. And they had no problem paying me a higher hourly rate because they weren't paying my benefits anymore and they didn't have to micromanage me. And so if you're, I think it also, that's why basically we're saying, we're not saying that the only route to freelancing is to do what you did before as a freelancer. That is definitely not the only road to freelancing, but it's going to be the fastest road to making money. And so if you need to make money out of the gate, that's the fastest way to be able to do it. Because not only do you have the reputation and the skill set, but you have built in clientele that you can go to and start finding work. Um, What else? That's all I got. Like do what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like we said, we have a full, like our, we'll put the link in the, um, in the notes to this episode, but we have a full, our mini course, um, we'll cover all of this in addition to like a bunch of other stuff. And I'll give you all kinds of tools, templates to like rate your skills and, um, 
do, um, basically you'll be able to score each skill based on these three things and then come out with a number at the end and be able to decide what you want to focus on first. And we'll give you some, um, tips for getting started, um, and other things like that. Um, in addition to like all the resources that you'll, um, get and the supportive community you'll get if you join our membership to be able to, um, continue to do this moving forward. Um, so with that, I'm sorry, I don't know if you can hear my dog snoring in the background. (laughs) Um, with that, I think we'll go ahead and switch over to our member only, uh, Q and A. Thanks for listening to the Freelance Revolution podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to check out our free community for freelancers, consultants, and solopreneurs called Freelancers Aligned. Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up. Here are just a few of the things that you get with your free membership. You'll get all of our best resources, strategies, tips, and tools for living the freelance lifestyle. You'll get exclusive access to our monthly live Q&A where you can submit questions that we'll answer live just for you. You'll get a subscription to the Freelance Insider where you'll get tricks of the trade, member-only resources, and curated content from other experts. You'll also get access to the member forum where you can network and connect and ask advice from other solopreneurs who actually understand what you do and are going through the exact same things you are. Did I mention it's free? Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up today.